And the biggest reason why people don't achieve their goals is that they're too ambitious, overly ambitious. They overstuff what their goals are to have to get everything done right away instead of pacing themselves in a way that allows them to actually take action towards these goals to implement things. You're listening to the Brand Vibe Podcast, where we highlight the stories, strategies, successes, and yes, the struggles of what it takes to not just build a business, but an iconic brand all around the life that you want to lead. I'm your host, Nicole Nieves, brand consultant, marketing maven, and highly caffeinated mom to three growing boys. After 15 years of being a corporate exec, I went from having a boss to being a boss by finally stepping into my CEO power. So if you're ready to do the same, then grab a glass of wine, cafe con leche, or whatever you're into these days, and let's catch a vibe. Welcome back to the Brand Vibe Podcast. Hey, quick favor before we dive in. If you love what you're hearing, will you just take a moment to rate and review this podcast? If you haven't already, hit that follow button so that you don't miss a beat. Share this with any of your friends. Honestly, this is a free way to support the movement and our mission, and it makes all of the difference. Okay, let's get into it. What's the quote? A goal without a dream is just a wish. So let's not be that girl. Whether or not you think you can achieve your goals, it's really important for you to figure out how to visualize getting what you want. Because if you can't see it happening, if you don't believe that it's possible, then you're never gonna actually implement the steps that are needed to take action to get closer to that. So we're gonna dive into and an example of how I'm planning 2023, what my goals are, how I'm visualizing them happening, and how to really go after my goals in a way that feels doable and tangible and simple. You do not need a giant team for this, and this is good for anyone who is an entrepreneur, really just kind of creating goals for their life and want to see them through. So. Let's go ahead and get started. But first, you know the drill. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you like this video, hit the like button. One of these places, subscribe, like, like, let YouTube know that this is your jam. This is what you want to listen to. It really means a ton when you can support my channel in this way as I'm getting started, as I'm growing. And I would just love to know that you're here. Speaking of, I would love to know what your goals are for this year. If you can go ahead and put that in the comment, my goal this year is we're going to talk about how important it is for you to speak these goals into existence and to actually do the work to make it happen. But the first part is putting it out there and having some accountability. My goal this year is I can't wait to see what your goal is and how I can support you along the way. You know, I don't know if you know this, but I call myself a serial dreamer turned entrepreneur because I have had big dreams pretty much my entire life and have been really scared to execute on any of them. It really wasn't until two years ago when I started the brand vibe that I actually implemented anything. Now I have really big ideas and some that I actually like did the work on the back end, but never officially launched, like never put out there, which ultimately means I did nothing, right? 
I wanted to start a baking company. That was my first kind of business idea. I wanted to start a company called Cake Batter and Roll. And I guess with this, I did implement a little bit. This was definitely kind of messy action. This was during the days of Cake Boss. I'm aging myself here, but it's when like fondant cakes first became a thing. And it's really when people first started going to YouTube to learn how to do things. And I was like really wanting to find something a little more creative. I was working for a Fortune 500 company company in the financial industry in a position that at the time was like not really filling my creative juice bucket. And so I wanted to just do something fun. I really come from a family of creatives. My grandmother made my wedding dress. She sews. And so we just have that bug inside of our family and I wanted it to come out. And I was like, I can, I could totally, I could totally make these cakes. Like I could definitely do this. And you know how people say that and they're like, nailed it and it really is like crap. Mine was pretty good, like it actually was pretty good. And so I learned how to do this. And at the time I had three boys under the age of five, like three boys under the age of five. Birthday parties were expensive. Pinterest parties were just becoming a thing and trying to keep up with the Joneses on that was ridiculous. And cakes were really expensive. And I was like, even if nothing comes out of this, I get to learn how to make these cakes for my kids and save some money all their birthdays at the same time. Fun fact, my oldest and my youngest are actually born on the same exact day. So once a year, I am making two cakes, buying two cakes, throwing two parties on the same day. I might as well have twins, which fun fact, my husband's a twin. So it's, it's just weird how it all happens, right? And then my middle son is like just a couple weeks before that. So I started learning how to bake and I got pretty dang good to where people were like, oh, snap okay well can you make my baby shower birthday cake and can you make my son's daughter's sister's baby mama's birthday cake and can you um even do a cake for quinceaneras which is you know if you know quinceanera then you know what it is sweet 15 for the latina culture and i was like sure yeah okay because i'm pretty much a yes man like I'll do it, sure I'll do it, okay, I volunteer as tribute, like that's me. And so I started baking all these cakes and then naturally they were like, oh, let me pay you a little something here, a little something there. And I was like, this is, this is pretty sweet, like maybe I could actually do this. Thing is, I had a full-time job, raising three boys, and now baking cake on evenings and weekends. And I was really excited about it, but very tired and was like, what, what am I even doing now? Like, am I gonna actually make something out of this? All that to say, I decided like, let's see where this goes. And one day, um, my cake just rolled on off the table, like literally rolled off the table as I was supposed to deliver it and just splattered all over the place. And I cried, like cried and was like, oh no, I do not want this kind of pressure in my life. <laughs> no, thank you. And it was business idea like that after business idea like that, where I would try something and, Nah, just decided I don't really want it. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom with my boys at, some, at one point, but you know, like wanted to make my own money as well. And I was like, oh, I could start a daycare, call it tiny hands, big hearts. And, and then I realized like, I only like watching my kids, not anybody else's kids. So that wasn't really gonna work. How many of you guys have ideas? Crazy ideas, like, Maybe you've implemented some of these ideas, but you haven't actually taken them seriously. Or that's just two examples, all the ideas I had in between, all of the inventions or thoughts in my head of things that the world needs that I never brought into fruition. My biggest problem for so many years was that I didn't believe in myself enough to take a chance on myself 
and take the steps needed to make my dream a reality. And then it was forced on me. I lost my job in 2019. The company I was working for at the time, nonprofit company, completely shut down. There were a lot of issues with PR and media and things that were happening. And they just decided to shut down their doors. All of us were let go with just a few days notice. And I was like, okay, well, I'm never going to volunteer to take a chance on myself was kind of like my conclusion at the time. And so sometimes things happen to you in life that really kind of push you forward into that next phase. Maybe that next phase is something you were never brave enough to say yes to to begin with. And so that's what I did. And I decided this is my chance to take a chance on myself. I have nothing to lose. And so I went for it. And that's when the brand bite was born. And then even in starting my business, the first time that my business turned the page on the calendar year, and it was January 1 again. I was like, oh my gosh, I just had a multi six figure year. That is so exciting. And I got to start all over again. Like I got to do this again. I felt like I was taking a chance on myself all over again. Like every year was a risk. And that's when I decided like I have to be intentional on what my goals are and how to curate things in my business that are going to proactively secure income month over month. I was tired of living out this feast or famine approach in my business. And so I got very intentional on how I planned out my year, how I plan out every single quarter. It's what I used to do in my days in corporate when I was working for a Fortune 500 company. I was the VP of sales and we had to meticulously plan out our sales for the entire year down to the individual person. And I managed an entire region, which was a few different states. And so I took a lot of those elements and decided like, great, I have to approach my business in that way where I actually have a plan to make these dreams happen, to hit the goals. Like it doesn't just happen to me out of nowhere, but truly I know how I got there. I know what the plan is in order to make it happen. And of course, things aren't always going to go according to plan. My last video proved that up exactly. But it is important to give the work that you're doing some purpose towards where you're headed. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to take the time and the space, schedule it out in your calendar, like literally right now, press pause in this video, schedule out when you're going to take the time to dream. So many times we just don't give ourselves the space to do this and we just try to squeeze it in in between other work that we have, taking care of the kids in between our nine to five. I want you to be intentional about blocking this out in your calendar. My recommendation is if you could spend a whole day doing this so you can really allow yourself to get creative, maybe make a thing out of it, go to your favorite spot, like get inspired somehow, maybe do some self-care, like get creative, just take the time. If not a half day, ideally, I don't want you to just do an hour in between appointments because you really won't do it justice. When you have that time blacked out in your calendar, I want you to take that moment to really think through what you want to do in your life and in your business. Like, why are you even going after these goals? Like, Why did you start your business to begin with? What goals are you trying to accomplish? What do you want to be known for? Like truly known for? Where do you see yourself in a year? Just one year from now, like what are you seeing different in your life, in your business? How do you feel a year from now? Like do you feel different? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel at peace? Like think about these things and then think bigger from there. Like 
what is the end game for your business? Like, what are you trying to do even in five years? What do you want in 10 years? Do you want to run a personal branding business your whole life? Like, do you want to start your own product? Maybe be on the shelf at Target one day? Like, get super dreamy with this. The biggest problem I see from entrepreneurs who want to visualize their goals and go after it is that they limit themselves. They limit themselves to what they think is realistic because they don't want to disappoint themselves. But truly, if you never let yourself dream or go there, then you're never giving yourself an opportunity to stretch even further. And ultimately, this is your safe space. This is your creative haven. Like no one else needs to know about this. No one else needs to see it. You can get a vision board. You can get like really creative on Pinterest. You can get a notebook and just journal, have some time to do that. But take the questions I just showed you and just really use those as some props, that mood music, have some candles up, like really set the mood to allow yourself the space to dream. Make sure people in your life know you're not available. Treat it just as you would with a meeting with a client or anything else important in your calendar and really take the time to hone in. Get away from digital distractions. I was even nervous mentioning Pinterest because you just don't want it to take you down a rabbit trail, but truly give yourself the space to dream. All right, once you have your list set, I want you to rank them in terms of timeline. What feels possible in a year? What feels possible in five years? What feels possible in 10 years? I used to rank these based off of like, oh, this would be nice, or this is my wish list versus what I feel is realistic. But then I'm doing the same exact thing I just mentioned, which is I'm limiting my potential in this box of wouldn't it be amazing, but that's definitely not me versus this is happening. It's just a matter of the timeline of when it's happening. One of my favorite ways to do this is uh, just to kind of mind map it. So you have kind of your goal in the center and then all the different things that you think you could pull out of that goal. That goal is usually like what you want to be known for now and in the next few years and your why, like why is this important to you? What impact do you want to make? And then everything else kind of comes around it. And then you're essentially just marking down what you feel is realistic within a year versus five years versus 10 years. Now, once you have a date mapped to all of this, what you're likely going to see is that your one year goals have a very long list. Like there is a lot of things that you would love to accomplish in this one year. And Bill Gates, I think, is known for saying people overestimate what they can do in one year. And underestimate what they can do in 10 years. And the thing is, life goes like this. Like it goes by so fast. And the biggest reason why people don't achieve their goals is that they're too ambitious, overly ambitious. They overstuff what their goals are to have to get everything done right away instead of pacing themselves in a way that allows them to actually take action towards these goals to implement things instead of feeling overwhelmed. Because even if you're super gung-ho right away, you're going to drain out. I mean, honestly, just think about it from a health journey perspective. Like if you want to lose 50 pounds, but you want to lose 50 pounds in one month, like, can you do it? not healthy, like not in a good way, not in a sustainable way. And if you do, is it, is it going to be something that's possible? Or are you going to be like, I'm going to lose 50 pounds in one month. That means I'm practically going to starve myself. I'm not going to eat any carbs, no sugar. I'm going to go to the gym four hours a day, like do these crazy things. How realistic is that for you truly? Because going to the gym and eating healthy is not your whole life. Like you still have a life around that. And what happens is these big ambitious goals 
tend to be your all-in focus, especially around the new year, where you're like, this is it, I'm going after it, but they take up a chunk of your time and then these other responsibilities get the leftovers until you realize that is not sustainable. And now you swing to the other side of it where you're like, screw it, I'm eating all the donuts and that is my breakfast, lunch, and dinner, thank you very much. That's not what we want to do in our business. Like we don't want to go all in on one side and then swing to the other side and decide like, this isn't worth it. I'm burning my business to the ground. It isn't possible. It's not going to work for me. So let's talk about how to actually create implementable steps towards the goals that you have in your one year pile so that everything else still feels attainable. And what will come of this particular exercise is that you're going to essentially understand what's most important out of this one year pile and then you're gonna shift everything else later to two or three years. Now, if you can make it happen and it can come a lot sooner, then great, more power to you, but I want you to be more realistic in terms of what's doable in your life that feels sustainable, that won't make you hit burnout so that you can actually do the things that you set out to do this year. It's the main reason why nobody keeps resolutions. And that's the thing. This is not a resolution. This is literally you visualizing what's possible in your business, going after it, believing it as though it's already done, and then taking the steps to just show up and make it happen. Okay, let's plan out our year together, shall we? Number one, I want you to think about what is the most important tangible goal for you for this year. Maybe it is to quit your full-time job and to run your business full-time. Maybe it's to hit six figures. Maybe this is your million dollar year and you're going after that goal. Like I am hitting a million dollars. Maybe it's a million dollars collectively in your business. Maybe it's a million dollars just in this one year. Like figure out what your tangible goal is and make sure that that is top of mind. Once you know that, I want you to ask yourself why this is important to you. Why does it matter that I hit this number? Why do I care about this? And I want you to keep asking yourself that until you have such a firm resolve that you are so convicted in your heart that this has to get done. Because if this goal doesn't actually mean something for you, if it doesn't hurt deep down, if you don't hit this goal, then it's never gonna be as important to you and it's gonna be so easy for other things to get ahead of it. If your goal is to quit your nine to five job, then why, why does that matter to you? Well, I want more flexibility. Okay, well, for what? Like, what do you need more flexibility for? Well, I'd like to be able to spend more time with my kids. Okay, well, why does it matter you to spend more time with your kids? And if you don't spend more time with your kids, then how does that feel in your life? And so like you keep asking yourself these things until you get to this point where you just feel so convicted and aligned to it that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to do this. Like I have to do this. So you're gonna have your goal for this year and your why next to your goal. Now, tangible goal, right? Now from there, I want you to think through what are the action steps needed to hit that goal every single quarter, not just for the entire year. So example, if you wanna make $100,000 in your business, then you know you need to make $25,000 in revenue a quarter approximately. If you wanna make a million dollars, you have to hit 250,000 in revenue per quarter. All right, so now I have my practical 
goal, how am I gonna make that happen? And hey, if you have a nine to five, it would be, okay, well, how much do I need to earn and bring back in in order for me to quit my nine to five and do it in a comfortable way? So you're putting your tangible goals inside of here. All right, so once you have your monetary goal, let's say it's reaching $100,000 for the year, then I want you to break down how you're gonna make that happen based off of what you're actually selling. So if it's 100,000 for the year, then each quarter, more or less, you need to bring in 25,000. And if you are a one-on-one coach or a consultant, then you would break that down further by saying, okay, I would need, hypothetically, five clients at $5,000 per quarter in order for me to hit 25,000. So if I want to curate a package that is $5,000 for five clients, then great, now I can start to create what the makings of that offer will actually look like, and then boom, I'm gonna hit my goal. You could also do this by selling courses, selling group coaching programs, masterminds, online templates, digital resources, there's so many things that you can do to hit your goals but do you see how breaking it down practically speaking allows that goal to feel really realistic five clients at five thousand dollars per quarter doesn't feel overwhelming even if you have a nine-to-five job when I started in my business I used to take client calls during my lunch hour that was one client call so I knew that if I was gonna to try to make this work while not sacrificing my entire soul in the process and still being a present parent, that I was just gonna to have to make it work where I made it work. Some of my clients were global, so then I was able to take some calls even before my work hours. So you can decide what works for you, but five clients for a quarter at 5K, it feels very realistic to hit that six-figure mark. And you wanna be able to be like, yeah, this is totally possible. So back into these big numbers and goals that maybe feel a little unrealistic in a way that makes it seem super practical. If you had an online course, for example, that was say $1,000, right? Like 997, then you know you have to sell 25 courses a quarter at $1,000 in order for you to hit your six-figure year. And hey, maybe you have both. Maybe you have a course and you have one-on-one. -on -one. In which case, you could cut both of these numbers in half and still hit your goal. You could say, I'm only taking two one-on-one -on -one clients and I'm gonna sell 15 online courses and still go about hitting your 25K goal in order to hit your 100K goal. Does that make sense? So we wanna really break down these numbers not rocket science, you totally get it, but we lose the practicality so often when we're creating our goals. The next question you probably have is, where am I gonna find 25 new clients every quarter? Where am I gonna find five clients that are paying me $5,000? Well, that is an important question, and now it comes back into your marketing and sales strategy. Are you feeling empowered to build your own table, to take ownership of your own career growth, your income potential, your wealth goals? It's time to chase after your scariest dreams, time to live out your passion and build a life you love. Your sky's the limit goals and when I grow up dreams have honestly never been more primed for opportunity than right now. Let's redefine success for you and build your future your way. The Brand Vibe University, Brand You for short, is your new go-to online business school with a twist. Inside, you'll learn all the step-by-step -step frameworks to starting, growing, and scaling your dream business all around the life that you want to lead. Every program is uniquely curated to meet you right where you are along your entrepreneurship journey. 
from our signature Business 101 course to help you learn the nuts and bolts of starting your own online business, to our live one-off masterclass trainings that help you elevate your brand, to our mastermind programs with hands-on coaching and training, one-on-one support to help you learn how to build your personal brand, elevate your marketing strategies, and launch your offers like a boss. We've got everything you need to start, grow, and scale your dream business. Plus, what kind of university would be complete without a campus shop? From templates and tools to resources and merch, I cannot wait for you to dive into all of the goodness inside of Brand U. It is truly our vision to be that one-stop shop resource to inspire you to step further into that CEO power and build your brand your way. And hey, if you want a little taste of what's inside of Brand U, you can head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash welcome and get free access to a mini training that gives you the ins and outs of what it takes to start, grow, and scale your dream business. Plus, you'll also get access to our Boss Bee Toolkit, which has some of our favorite entrepreneurship tools and templates to help you along your journey. Yes, class is officially in session, but this time it's a vibe. Welcome to Brand U. Now you get to have some fun and actually create a bit of a marketing and sales plan. Well, fun for me, right? But you want to know what activities you're going to take in order to find these clients. So are you taking sales calls? How many sales calls can you manage a week? How can you get people to get on your sales call? Do you have a calendar where they can schedule a call? Is it that easy? Do you have a referral network you can tap into? Can you go to friends and family and let them know what you're doing now? If you already have an existing audience on Line, can even if it's on the personal side, can you start to tell them about what you're doing and what you're offering? So you could really take kind of this grassroots approach. And if you're like, okay, well, I'm actually online, I'm established, I don't need 25 clients a quarter, I need 200 clients a quarter, how do I really make sure that I can get in front of the right leads? Well, now we can actually create purpose on the content that you're curating and the actions you're gonna take, whether or not you wanna do paid ads or if you wanna double down organic which is always my suggestion until you prove that up. So you want to now back in your marketing plan and think through, okay, I want to grow my following so that I can get X number of people to book a Lincoln bio, to jump on a coffee chat with me, to get to know how I can help them. You wanna think about other visibility markers, like how can I get in front of the most people that are my ideal people? You can grow your business through other people's audiences and not just yours. Maybe you jump on some podcast interviews with people who have an audience who's willing to listen. Maybe you have some Instagram lives. Maybe you um, are doing a series of content posts that someone else is going to kind of feature and post in their stories. So there are ways for you to not just grow your audience yourself through your own personal content, but to get in front of other people's audiences as well. You just want to make sure that this doesn't become a vanity metric, that this isn't like, I got to hit 10,000 followers because hitting 10,000 followers means I can get a thousand people to look at my link in bio and a hundred people to then book a call with me. Like, you really want to build relationship, relationship overall. One of my favorite quotes is from one of my mentors who's in a mastermind that I'm in, George Bryant, and he says, relationships be algorithms every time, like hands down every time. It doesn't matter if you have 10,000 or a million followers. What were these? There was a lot of stories this year of uh, influencers that were at like VidCon and they had like a million or three million followers and they did like, like meet and greets and no one showed up 
Or let's talk about Sweetie, who has tons and tons of followers online, and when her album dropped, there were only 2,000 downloads. Like, the numbers don't matter. The connection to your people, the relationships that you're building, that's really what it's all about. Make sure when you're doing this, it's truly about building authentic connection. But in doing this, now you get to actually put a number around how many calls you need to take, how many um, leads you need to collect via, say, email addresses so that you can nurture them through your email marketing. And now your content on social media, on your podcast, on YouTube is so much more intentional throughout the entire year because it isn't just like, la la la, what do I wanna to post today? And then you get frustrated and you're like, it doesn't even matter, like I don't need to do this, it's such a waste of time. Now your content is in service of relationships and growing leads, which is in service of booking calls and booking clients which is in service of hitting your quarterly goal so you can hit your annual goal, which is in service of making an impact and really strengthening your deepest why. Boom. That is what makes planning practical. That's what makes these goals that you're visualizing doable and implementable. It doesn't have to be rocket science. You'll be able to plan out all of this in the session that I told you to block earlier, which is why if you could give yourself a day, give yourself the day. If you could give yourself the half day, then give yourself the half day. But in doing that, you're really going to create some intention and purpose around the goals that you're creating. And when you see the success in that, then you can add on and sprinkle in other goals. Well, I don't just wanna make $100,000 for the year, I also want to invest in a property. I also want to hire a full-time employee this year. I also want to fully quit my full-time job. I want to be able to expand my business. I want to travel this year and have excess money to do that. Like Now you can really add on to that and that's where this big dreamy board where you're like, I'm gonna accomplish all these things in one year become even more practical and possible because you're like, I'm starting here though. I'm starting here. And when I create a plan to do this and I'm starting to implement that and it's actually working, now I can sprinkle in this layer and now I can add this layer and now I can really make sure that little by little I'm chiseling away at this list and I'm able to really enjoy my life and take action in a way that doesn't overwhelm me, that doesn't lead to burnout. And that is when you see your big 10-year goal actually come to life overall. You see that it's really, really possible for you and it doesn't just feel like a lofty wish list. So using myself as an example, my goal for 2023 this year is to hit a million dollars in revenue for the year, not just in my business. And that is really important to me because that is going to allow me to really fund the people on the team that I wanna hire, the lifestyle that I wanna live with my family, with my children. We have some big goals on the personal side that we wanna hit, some debt we wanna pay off. Like we really wanna go after it. And at the same time, like I, I feel so firm that that's gonna happen. Like I feel that momentum is shifted in my life. I feel so ready for what's ahead to receive that. And so I'm just ready to go after it. Now, if at the end of the year it doesn't happen, I'm not gonna all of a sudden be disappointed because I've learned a lot about rolling with punches and pivoting where I need to, but I'm not gonna stop. Like that is my goal. And so I'm gonna find a way to get there and do the best that I can for this year to make that happen. Now, in order for that to happen, I have to break that up 
by quarter, right? $250,000 a quarter is a lot of money to have to bring in, which means that my efforts need to match the level that I'm looking to bring in right now. Now I can set goals like this and feel like it's possible because I've been doing this in my business for three years now. I've gotten very close to that goal. And so I feel like it's really something that is attainable for me. I have a team of people who can support me. I have a family who's fully aligned to it. Like I just feel so ready. I would never have set that goal in one year as I'm just getting started in my business. This is definitely a progressive goal, but it is definitely going to be a stretch for me. And there are going to be things that I have to do differently. And I know that what got me here isn't going to get me there. And so I've already started by making some investments in my business to really go all in. I joined a high level mastermind for the entire 2023 that I am so stoked for. We already had an offsite meeting and I'm just doing CEO things. Like I'm doing things that I know are going to allow me to feel elevated and motivated on the journey, not just the end destination. And that's the key is I'm like embracing the journey and I'm not just focusing on absolutely hitting it at the end of the day. And so in order to make that happen, there are definitely some shifts that I have to make in my business. So going into this year, I have decided that things within my agency are going to shift to a consulting model only. And what I mean by that that is that the only clients we're taking on the agency side are those that are paying us for monthly CMO consulting. And part of that includes done for you services in service of what we are consulting. So we give you the plan and we help you implement that plan, but we're no longer taking on clients who just want social media management or just want one-off email funnel. We might sprinkle in some VIP days or some other one-off offerings. And the reason why I've decided that is because I know that that is where I live in my zone of genius. Like when I am strategizing with you together, when I am truly consulting with you, we make magic. Like we can really build your wildest dreams and then actually bring them to life. Then I have the people who can help implement those dreams. I also have other strategists on my team who help me help my clients get to those points. And so I've really allowed myself to curate a business model where I'm sitting in my zone of genius for my clients, enjoying the work that I'm doing. And I also love seeing things through. Like I don't just love to, we're not task takers. We're not doers. We never work in this business. The brand vibe was never about like just, you know, giving you a checklist. But what happens like in so many businesses is that you have clients who are like, ah, I only need this. Ah, I really only need that. And then you think, well, you'd be a really great dream client. And if I can do this for you, then maybe you'll want more. But it doesn't always work like that because ultimately they just want the one thing done and they just want that checklist going versus if they are hiring you from the beginning for your consulting brain to really get into their business and really allow them to unearth their biggest potential, well, they're now treating you as a true partner in their business and not necessarily like a task doer. So there's just a different kind of client that I am now calling in based off of running my agency in this way. In addition, I am going all in on all things brand you. So I'm really building the one-to-many model and the many-to-many model going into this year. I really want brand you to be that one step shop for all entrepreneurs, which means it's not just me. And that's what I love so much about everything that Brand U stands for. We have our core signature offers, our CEO Accelerator, which is our three-month accelerator program to help you hit your first six figures in your business, help you establish your personal brand, create your marketing trio and your content, and then launch your services. 
but we also have DIY offers for people who just want a little taste of what we bring to the table. And then we have our high level mastermind, which is my favorite part of it, but usually clients in that either are already hitting six figures in their business on an income level, or they've already gone through the CEO accelerator. So they have some of those foundational elements to really elevate their business and their brand overall. And so that really allows me to show up in a one to many capacity, right? Me to my group of 10 to 15 people in my mastermind and me to the people who are inside of the CEO Accelerator program. But there's also this many-to-many -many approach that is something that I'm trying out for this year because for everything in Brand U, like I don't have to be the go-to expert. I just started doing YouTube videos. Like I am not the YouTube expert, but how amazing for me to partner with a YouTube expert who can come in and who can share that expertise or someone in podcasting or someone who specializes in blogging. And so to really create this community where people pour into one another, where their expertise shines, where other people get the mic and have the platform to be able to share their genius. And it becomes kind of this media site where we can make those connections and really kind of build true community. Like that is the goal. And so in order for me to pour into this, I have to let go of the one-off things over here that aren't really allowing me to show up in my zone of genius. So I have a limited number of consulting clients that we are working with. And we already have a pretty decent roster. So if that's something you're interested in, you can head to thebrandvibe.com and fill out an inquiry to just have coffee chat and see if we might be a good fit from that perspective. Clients there are already making six figures in their business and are ready to hire that help to go to that next level. But then that also now frees me up to pour everything into my clients in my group programs inside of Brand U and in the community that we're building overall. Now, the final thing I'll share in terms of what my goals are is that I know that my content strategy needs to be massive. Like I have to be able to create content that is going to the masses so that more eyes are getting on the work that we're doing. And from there, they're learning from me. They're seeing the value that comes from it. They're trusting me a little bit more. I get a chance to nurture those relationships. I get a chance to build that further and cultivate community via my email list in a more intimate capacity. And then from there, I get them to trust me enough to be like, okay, I think she can actually help me in my business. Let me try some of her programs. And I genuinely care about the clients that we serve. Like I love seeing you win because that is, that's my entire, that's when I win. That's my entire goal. Like I win when you win. And so being able to create content for the masses allows me to show up for you adding value, giving everything away for free in a way that allows you to trust me like truly in an authentic way. I'm not like dangling a carrot here, but really like shows you what I bring to the table because frankly, this is how I show up for free. Like how much more do you think I'm gonna show up for you in my paid programs? Like when I'm truly your trusted advisor and that is my goal. Like that's what we do for our clients. And so for me, that meant my content strategy needed to shift. Now I teach this content trio, this market marketing trio inside of the CEO Accelerator. But to give you a little taste of that, you essentially want to start with an anchor piece of content. In this case, I am maximizing fish out of my blog, my podcast, and my YouTube channel. 
I'm choosing to record this podcast episode and now transcribe that into a blog post. So one piece of content is now going to serve on three different platforms. I wouldn't recommend everyone starts in this way, but if you can, you have capacity in order to do all the editing for that and to make it happen, it's a great way to take one anchor piece of content and make it happen. And then on top of that, I'm taking snippets of this of these episodes and that's becoming my social media content. So that'll be Reels and TikTok and just other things on Instagram, some LinkedIn stuff. And then from there, so it's like you choose your anchor content, you choose your social media platform, and then you double down on your email list. And then from there we have the Vibe Edit, which is our weekly emails. And then I also have just emails that are going out in between that give you the true behind the scenes of my business. You can join my email list in the show notes for the podcast and right in the description for this YouTube channel. And so that is the plan is that I'm going to do things differently. I'm doubling down on my anchor content, I guess tripling, right? Like tripling down on my anchor content and then repurposing it all into social and then really going ham on my email list to truly, truly cultivate authentic relationship. And frankly, I'm giving it all away for free this year. Like I'm not holding back because ultimately like I've done that before. Like I've done it where I give away everything and frankly, like it does fantastic. And then I've done it where I'm like, oh, I guess I have to, you know, the gurus teach you like you have to hold on to like your best content or it's just the what and the why don't tell them the how and then they hold back on things and frankly then people are like well now you just sound like the thousands of other content creators that are out there teaching the same thing like where is the substance where is the value add and if you're not just truly like coming from a heart of giving and serving then like how are you getting strangers on the internet to trust you let's be honest like that you're a stranger on the internet like I don't expect you to exchange thousands of dollars with me unless I show up for you first. And that's what this is all about. And so if I do that consistently, my plan and my goal is that you'll find something in my product suite to offer where you'll come into my world and really feel excited about the support that you're getting and the wins that you're having and the community that you're forging and really allow this to be a place where again, you can start, grow and scale your dream business. And that that's it, like that's my 2023 plan in a nutshell. So whatever this looks like for you, I really hope that this was helpful. This episode was helpful for you to actually take these big dreamy goals and number one, allow yourself to go there. Number two, make it feel practical and tangible. Number three, actually split it up to what's possible now and in the future and then create your action plan so that every single thing that you do in your business is with purpose. We don't have time to waste around here. We have real lives to lead aside from this. We have relationships to forge and kids to parent and other things that we have to do in our business. Like we can't devote 24 seven to this. So everything you do needs to be intentional. You need to work smarter, not harder, but you have to have purpose behind the madness. And so I hope this gave you all of that kind of framework in order for you to step into this next year like a boss. So if you are ready for it, I want you to comment on this channel if you're on YouTube. And if not, like leave a review on the podcast or just like put this on stories and then tag me at the brand vibe and let me know my goal this year is and then put it out there. Like what is your goal, that monetary goal or that content goal? If you're not comfortable saying my goal is to make a million dollars this year, then you can say, my goal is to super serve people this year and to give free content. My goal is to start a YouTube channel. My goal is to grow my email list. Like 
find what that is, write it in the comments below, post it online, tag me in it, at the Nicole Nieves or at the Brand Vibe, and I would just love to see because when you can put it out into the universe, you put it out into the world, you can hold yourself accountable, and I see it, I can hold you accountable to it too. Like, let's do this together, let's make our goals happen. 2023, here we go, I'm here for it. You too, let's go. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Brand Vibe Podcast. I really, really hope that this episode inspired you to go after those wildest goals and dreams, to let yourself dream big and to really create a plan to make it happen. You can do this. You can build your brand, your business, your future, your life your way. And hey, if you are ready to take a deeper dive into building your dream business, head on over to thebrandvibe.com slash CEO to join the waitlist for the next round of our CEO accelerator. And if you have any questions in the meantime, you know where to find me over on Instagram at thebrandvibe or at the Nicole Nieves. And until we meet again, I'm sending you all the good vibes. Yeah.